0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Friends, welcome back to the Ransomed Heart podcast. John and Stacy Eldridge here. For the last time for now, offering you a third glimpse into some highlights from our Pearl Collection.
1: The Pearl Collection are the best talks selected from our captivating retreats. And we say it's 10 years in the making because we've been doing these retreats for 10 years. And then we have selected what we have chosen to be the very best of the best of these talks and then combine them to make them available to you.
0: Each one of these retreats is unique unique. And beautiful and amazing, and today we 're going to do an excerpt from
1: irreplaceable role and I just want to say that that was so hard to pick that so much so that some of the CDs hold two talks. we just couldn 't narrow it down to one. but today is a portion from the last session on your irreplaceable role
0: and again, guys don 't check out this is something that will speak to your heart as well, men. So listen in on Stacy speaking about the irreplaceable role that God has for each of us here in this life, here on this planet.
1: So what I'd like to do is just give you a few different pictures of what it looks like, because the way it plays out in our lives is so different and unique to each one of us. And remember, we don't want to look and compare our lives to someone else. We don't. We have our portion and our role, and there's nobody who is a better you than you. In World War II, some of the fiercest battles, the most vicious, took place in the Pacific, in the islands. And this is a story of what took place after the Japanese occupied the Philippines. They've won, they've conquered, and maybe you're familiar with the Death March of Bataan when all of the POWs were marched to what became really death camps, POW camps, and it's something like 80% of the soldiers died on the way because it was so ruthless? Well, the ones that did get to the camp are in really terrible, terrible circumstances, and it's nearing the end of the war, and the edict has gone out to the, the commanders of the POW camps to never let them be rescued or taken alive. So the prisoners have begun to be exterminated, whole camps. So this is the setting, okay? There's an underground movement centered in Manila, supporting the POWs and sneaking in food, but more importantly quinine that's keeping them alive. Now, the Japanese know there's an underground movement going on, but what they don't know is that the leader of the underground is a woman. It's an American woman named Margaret. She's a nurse working in the hospital. And Margaret loves the colonel. She actually is in love with the colonel who's over all of those men in that POW camp. And to love him, she loves all of them. And she risks her life to serve them. Everybody was taking their lives in their hands. There was enormous risk involved. Margaret was found out. She was imprisoned and tortured and miraculously survived. It was so dangerous, but what motivated her and so many was love She loved the colonel. She's moved by love, passion, desire, and we are moved by the same thing. That's why we need our hearts. That's why God comes to heal our hearts and wants us to live from the depth of our hearts because duty and obedience, it will only get us so far. We need the fullness of our hearts in order to live the life. That Jesus is inviting us to live a life that is constrained by the love of God. Mother Teresa devoted her life to the poor. Why? Because she was captured by the sacred romance. Because God was the love of her life. And in serving them, and serving the least of these, she was serving Jesus. It was her response to being loved. She didn't do it to get love or to get a great reward, although great rewards are coming, but she did it because she loved her king. I'm going to show you another picture. This is a nanny working for a family, but it's a family where the children are being provided for, but love is being withheld. They have all of the food that they need, but they are starving And she sees it, and she risks losing her job so that she can fight for them, speak for them. Maria, in the sound of music. She's lovely. She is pretty fierce. She's not a woman to be overlooked, but a woman to be contended with. She does speak the truth in love. There is nothing lost in her femininity, Yes, she's strong, but she's not hard. True religion is serving widows and orphans. These children had a father, but they were virtually fatherless. She wasn't cruel, but she was loving. One last picture. A friend of mine is a missionary in Colombia. Janine is a missionary to some of the most dangerous Prisons in Medellin, Colombia. South American prisons are ruthless, and this particular one has the reputation of being the most ruthless prison in all Colombia. It has a culture of death. Janine is actually a scholar. She teaches Hebrew at the seminary, but she's heard about something going on here at this prison and she's intrigued and wants to be a part of it. Well, what has happened at this prison? was a pastor in the city has gotten a vision from God. And in the vision, the Lord was holding this prison and bringing it down, like coming into this prison. Just to let you know how wicked this place is, um, it's overcrowded. Most of the people are murderers. Within the prison, there are 30 to 60 murders a month. They're killing each other. The day that the pastor went for the first time, there's graffiti all over the walls and it is written in blood. The men are playing soccer with a person's head. I said it the first night, safety isn't the absence of danger, but the presence of Jesus. It's our destiny to be transformed into the image of Christ. Those WWJD bracelets, what would Jesus do? Those were great. What is he doing? Not what he do, what is he doing? What does he want to do through you, through us? Well, we know that he would love. He would love when people are watching and when they're not. And they're watching way more often than we know it. Way more often. But all those choices that you make in secret, all those thousands of choices that you make to lay your life down, and serve, and love, that nobody sees but God. He loves those. He loves those. He loves the secret places. He does. He does his best work there. And those choices, they deepen our soul. They transform us. You do have an irreplaceable role. You do. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Oh, yes. Every single one of us. Yes. And it is an immeasurable honor to serve. And it looks as varied as the women in this room. They'll say it again. Do not compare yourself. Comparing ourselves only gets us into trouble. It gets us into such trouble and it just spirals down. We want to fix our gaze on Jesus, not on other people, not on ourselves, not on our feet that are tripping us up, but on Jesus. We do what we can. We do what we can. And if you think you don't have one, if you think you don't have a life of impact, that's just because you don't see it quite clearly yet. That's okay. None of us see quite clearly yet. One day we will. Is anybody ever or currently teaching Sunday school, teaching children? Do you know that 80% of Christians become Christians as children? The ministry to children is the least funded in the church and the most fruitful. They can come the least of these, these little ones, and they are precious to God. Anybody sponsor a child through compassion or world vision? Thank you. Thank you. That makes an enormous difference. Sometimes, you know, we can think, oh, well, it's just a check a month or the occasional letter. It changes a life changes a life that impacts a family, a neighborhood, a community, a nation. There is no act too small. It matters. Have you ever made someone a meal? Let somebody go ahead of you in the grocery store line? Smiled at someone warmly who you didn't know who looked like they could use it? Have you ever offered a kind word of encouragement or said... Yes, honey, I will read that book again. (laughs) Have you ever said, well, where would you like to go? Or said, I will come or send me. Hope you enjoyed listening to that. We sure are thrilled to be offering it to you. And if you would like more, again, the Pearl Collection is available as an MP3 download or at our website at RansomHeart.com.
0: Yeah, you can get CDs or download version of the Pearl Collection, which is the best of our captivating retreats. And we've probably, by this point, intrigued you about the captivating retreats. And you can find out more on our events page on our website at RansomHeart.com. So this concludes three series of podcasts from the Pearl Collection. Thanks for listening in. You've been a part of the Ransomed Heart Podcast with John and Stacy Eldridge.
1: Hope you have a great day.